Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. We're back. Yes. I'm Daryl. And I am Ed. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Funniest Thing. Funniest Thing. Funniest Thing. We're actually broadcasting live from middle school studios in beautiful downtown. Culver City. The heart of Screenland. And, you know, funniest thing. Right in this neighborhood, believe it or not, I don't know how old some of our listeners are, but maybe a few of you remember before school watching episodes of The Little Rascals. Those episodes were actually filmed in this neighborhood. So it's perfect for us. Yes, perfect. So... uh Besides, you know, a lot of people that are listening mostly, I think, are friends of ours, at least at this stage, since it is only our (laughs) second episode. And uh, we just want to take this opportunity to let you know that, you know, feel free to peruse some of these other shows. One of our favorite shows is uh, Discovering Eric Butterworth with Reverend Tom Thorpe and Reverend Michael Madej. If I'm mispronouncing this, I'm sorry, but I think that's correct. That's right, I believe. And on one of the episodes, um, we heard a great breathing exercise from Eric Butterworth. That's right. Which I think would be a great way to start this episode. Yes. Last episode, we had a wardrobe malfunction. Sorry about that. (laughs) So hopefully we'll get through this with uh, no problems at all. You ready, Ed? We're ready. Lead us? Yes. So... Once again, we'll just be starting with three simple breaths. This one, like Daryl said, comes from Eric Butterworth via Tom Thorpe's show, uh, Discovering Eric Butterworth. So, just take a moment here. Take three breaths together. On the in-breath, we will say, God is. On the out-breath, 
We will say, I am. And you could just imagine those words in your mind. That's you know, right. We'll, we'll say them, but when you do this on your own, you know, you'll just imagine those words. Or you could scream them at the top of your lungs if you need to do it that way. Well, yeah, some of our rock and roll listeners <laughs> choose to do that. <laughs> if you can't, screaming on the end, that's a little difficult. I tried that. I almost choked. I remember that. Okay, so here we go. So, God is... I am. God is. I am. God is. I am. All right. That means it is time for the funniest thing mailbag. Unbelievable. That's perfect timing. Funniest thing. Funniest thing. What do we got? Our first piece of mail comes from. This is the amazing thing. We've only had one episode. And we we have fans from, we could say, all international fans. That's right. So our first piece of mail comes from Janine Kodakovich from West Palm Beach, Florida. So, Daryl. Yes, this is great because her message, her email, is actually so appropriate for today's topic, which is... If it's not a hell yes... It's a hell no. Okay. All right, here we go. This is from Janine. And can you pronounce her last name again? Her last name is Kodakovich. And here we go. Funny, when we're young, we think our... we Okay, sorry. I'm going to start over. Here we go. Funny, when we're young... We think we are our hair. We get a little older and we think we are a car. Get a little older and we think we are definitely our house. And then, finally, we're enlightened in realizing that we are none of that. We are love, pure and white. Beautiful. You know what, though? This is the great thing about what she wrote because you could go, oh, why don't we just get to the love in the beginning? But you know what? That's right. I had, we have to go through all those Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. different things till we finally go, wait a minute. You know, it's not the car. It's not the house. It's not the money. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we're like, oh, uh, yeah, we go through that every day. don't I, we? I do that yeah, every hour. That's right. That's right. So that leads us to our next email, which is from uh, where's that one coming from? Shanghai, Shanghai, and China. This is true. We actually have a fan in Shanghai, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Yes, and he sent us a, a really beautiful quote well, for today's show. Wait, but first, I got to say what he he actually. This is actually what he he wrote. He wrote, "You guys are the Bill and Ted of the New Thought movement," and, <laughs> and I take that as a compliment. Me too. I, I'll tell you, if anyone's under forty, probably doesn't know about Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yes, but if if you don't know it, you got to go rent it or see it or download it on Netflix because hopefully you'll agree. We take that as a compliment. Yes, His thank name, you, Kirk. Thank you, Kirk. And he actually gave us a quote from Viktor Frankl. Perfect. A Holocaust survivor who actually uh, was a doctor and mm-hmm. believed in the philosophy of forgiveness and love. That's right. Um, and, and, and Viktor Frankl says, which is appropriate for our show today, don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you are going to miss it. And then he goes on to say, to basically listen to your consciousness and listen to what your conscious says 
to carry out and carry that out as the best of your knowledge. Because if you just live according to that, which is basically, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. That's right. Then success is sure to follow because you've forgotten to think of it. That's right. I like that last little line. Then you will live to see that in the long run, success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think of it. What a relief. Yes. Because isn't that the truth? When I'm actually like, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do it. We're actually, we don't realize it, you know, because we learn early on. Oh, I got to tell you something. Can I tell you a quick little story? Tell me something. I might have said this last episode. I don't know. But it's worth repeating if I have. When I was about, I don't know, 14 years old, I actually asked my father. He was raising us by himself at the time. And I said, uh, Dad, what am I supposed to be when I grow up? And uh, he just looked at me and said, how am I supposed to know? (laughs) But I'll tell you this, Daryl, you're going to have to grab and take and elbow and shove and push your way to the front of the line to get what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. And then it ain't over. Because once you get to the top of that hill, you got to keep fighting to keep those mothers off your stuff. And you know what I thought at 14? Mm Mm-hmm. I just went, oh, what's the use? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At the time, I thought I was, I thought there was something wrong with me for thinking what's the use. But now, as I get older and we we see how really I was more in tune with the right idea by thinking what's the use? Because that does not work. And it didn't feel good at the time when you heard it. And that's the point. Right. Like there's a saying uh, from William Shakespeare. We probably all know it. Uh, it's to thine own self be true, which sounded great to me, but I really didn't know what yeah. it meant because mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know how to apply that. All right, it sounds sweet, but what do you do? Right. And that's why I like it. And this is actually the title of our show is actually a quote from Alan Cohen. Uh, oh, that's right. He's a new thought author we both enjoy. And uh, he says to himself, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. And do you want me to tell? I got a story, actually a pretty good, decent story about that, really, in my life, where it was significantly affected by yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Before you tell the story, I just want to say that the it's not just your dad. I mean, your dad put it in a nutshell and laid it out perfectly. But we hear those thoughts, that thinking that you have to push your way through in so many different places. A lot, sometimes it's more subtle. Sometimes it's more right in, you know, hitting you straight like your dad did. But uh, well, sometimes it comes like we were talking earlier about the music business. And mm-hmm. sometimes you start, well, you know, you got to invest in yourself to do this. And yeah, you got to invest in yourself in certain things. But if you're, whenever I'm doing something in the hopes that this is going to turn into something, I better do this because. I might get discovered. It never works. And this yes. town, you know, we live in Los, you know, Los Angeles County. There are more people working for free in Hollywood True. because they believe that. And you know what? It never works because whenever I'm doing something out of, you know what? I should do this. And volu- yeah, yeah. They said they can't pay me, but they said I might meet a famous, you know, I'll be able to meet their work with this director. Right. If I'm doing that, thinking that way, I'm really thinking to myself, I don't value myself. Right. 
And that energy goes out. And you know what? It never works that way. Right. The people who succeed are the ones that do what they love because it feels good. Right. And they're able to let go of these little feelers that either nudge us toward doing something we don't want to do or not doing something right. that makes us feel good. And in, in, in the town, this town and in this world right now, it's particularly important to listen to the way you feel because there are people who use these principles to sell you something. There's a great quote from uh, Warren Buffett that I read recently, which said, don't ask a barber if you need a haircut. <laughs> right? So there's a lot of people telling you, invest in yourself. But what they're really saying is buy my program or buy my product. And it could be the right thing. It could be the wrong thing. But the important thing is that you listen to yourself because you begin to know your inner guidance will let you know. Is that a good choice for me right now or not? And our inner voice always knows. Always. Because I, you know how I know when I'm heading down the wrong road, this, as soon as I'm starting to rationalize or justify why I should That's right. or shouldn't be doing this. That's right. Because if the shoe fits, you don't feel it. Yes. If I'm doing something, a hell yes, there's no thoughts of, ooh, maybe you should be doing this or right. this is why you should – I don't even, those thoughts don't even enter my mind. That's right. But when I'm about to go down the wrong road, mm-hmm. it starts going, ooh. Yeah. Right. It starts going, yeah, yeah, no, this is good. This is what other people did. Right. Because it's not the road that, that's, that's like a good or a bad road. It's the the thoughts you're using to, to drive you down, to justify going down that road. If it's like justifying and saying, I should do this, then it's best to take a second and reflect on why you're really doing it. So let's get to the story. Though. I love this story. Uh, the the title of the story could be if you're invited to a biker party, go. Yes, how Daryl met his wife. Oh wow, you gave away the bending. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave it away to me a long time ago. All right, here we go. Well, this is the, when I was back in uh, when I was about 1990. It was 1992 exactly. I was uh, going to art school back in New Jersey, and after I got out of the service. And I would paint, you know, outside of my neighborhood. It was my favorite thing to do. And while I would paint, there was this biker who lived in the neighborhood, Frank. And he enjoyed watching me paint. So he'd come and talk to me. And, and on one particular day, he came by and he invited me to, he was, he was going to throw a party that night. And he said, hey, why don't you come to the party? And I thought it was a nice, you know, gesture. But I mean... I got no tat. I mean, I don't know any of these people. I mean, these these were real bikers. I mean, these were not, you know, 45-year-old accountants that had a midlife crisis, bought some leather <laughs> chaps and a Harley. I mean, these were like guys with names like Joker, and they were all tatted up. Mm-hmm. So I took it as a compliment because it meant that by practicing these principles – I'm pretty much getting along with everybody. Right. But I don't have to say, yeah, you know, yes when I don't want to say yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. At least at that moment. Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. And he went on his way. He said, if you change your mind, come up. Love to have you. I said, great, Frank. Thank you. So I proceeded to paint. And while I was painting, about a half hour goes by. I guess the party had started. Maybe it was a little longer. And then I see these two girls, beautiful blonde beautiful brunette and they were obviously lost and i could tell you know you could just you got your radar up and Mm -hmm. you could tell okay they're looking for the party 
So uh, I asked them, hey, are you looking for the party? They said, yes. I said, oh, it's right over there. I, I pointed, I explained where it was. And then I went back to my painting. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, what are you doing? Painting. Those two beautiful girls just went to that party. <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm going to go to this party. Mm-hmm. I pack up my art supplies, throw them in my apartment. So you got your hell yes. I got my hell yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. I get to the party and I'm out of my element. I mean, I'm looking around and first thing I notice is the blonde, the blonde who was outside with the brunette. And she's over at the table with the buffet. And she is talking to a guy, no lie, a biker, shaved head, leather vest, no shirt. And he had what looked like a tattoo of a bullet going inside the side of his head. And then when he turned to talk to her, (laughs) on the other side, it was actually a tattoo of his brains flying out the other side. So I mean, I thought, all right, she's the blonde's off limits. And then what do I do? Now I'm here. Thank God I learned this early. If you're ever at a party or somewhere you really don't fit in, I learned, get busy. And what I mean is beef service. Mm-hmm. So I asked Frank, hey, can I help out? Do you need me to move anything around, pick stuff up? And, you know, I helped him move, make sure people had beers, picked up dirty plates. And in doing this, I started to meet people. Mm-hmm. And I started to feel a part of until I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And what I realized was just like the day before, I had long brown hair then. And I, I loved in excess. So nice. I got like what I thought was the Michael Hutchinson one length, you know, hip haircut. But instead, it came out looking more like Mo from the Three Stooges. <laughs> and I was like, okay, as long as I don't look in the mirror, I'm fine. And then this guy, Joker, who I'd met a few days ago, screams out from across the room, dude, oh, my God, what'd you do? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Your hair. It looked so cool before. Oh, man. I'm like, all right, thanks, Joker. Right after this, I end up by the bar and I'm, I'm getting some beers for people from the bartender there. And the brunette comes up. And this is where this is significant. The brunette comes up and she starts asking me, you know, about the Met, telling me she heard I was this famous artist. And I start thinking, I'm just going to tell this girl what she wants to hear. Because this is one in the bag, right? But my gut's going, that ain't true. That ain't right. And she starts asking me what my favorite room is at the Met. And just then I told her the truth. I said, the bookstore. The bookstore is my favorite room at the Met. She looked a little disappointed. Right then, the blonde walks up and says, are you talking about the bookstore at the Metropolitan Museum? I said, yeah, I love that. She goes, my uncle manages that bookstore at the Met. The blonde is now my wife of 20 years. If I had said what I thought would have gotten me what I thought I wanted, I would have went down the wrong road. It would have been over before it was started. And I think that's about all the time we have for this segment. Yeah, so coming up next. Coming up next. We will read the Daily Word. That's right. mm -hmm, The message interpretation of today's verse. And uh, the joyful simpleton's tip of the day will be coming up. So uh, tune in. It's always fun. And see you soon. This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. Reverend Paulette Pipe's voice has been called mesmerizing, the sound of spirit expressing in soothing honey tones. If you're one of the loyal listeners who tune in each week for her program, Touching the Stillness, you already know the power of her meditations. If her programs leave you wanting more, purchase one or both of her meditation CDs, Touching the Stillness, her first CD, and the newly released Resting in Stillness. This latest CD combines Paulette's alchemic voice with an original score by pianist Kelly Hunt and will transport you to a place of divine peace. Enliven your meditations with Reverend Paulette Pipe as your guide and take her soothing voice and peaceful presence with you wherever you go. Get your copy today. Go to www.unity.org and then click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on Shop at the top of the page. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. We're back. All right. Yes, we are. So, first things first. First things first is we got to say a big thank you for everybody that makes this show possible. Especially our friend down in the engine room. Yes, Jeff Comfort. Jeff Comfort. He is down in the engine room. He not only makes our show sound good and be able to be broadcast all the way from Culver City, middle school studios, to all over the world, but he also handles all and engineers all the the shows you hear here at Unity Online Radio. Yes. So thank you, Jeff. Uh, We want to give a shout out to the prayer line. That's right. 800-NOW-PRAY is the number. And just so everyone knows... It is one of the best tools. Uh, if you need a prayer, you need some comfort. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jeff. Uh, because it's non-denominational. Mm-hmm. Anyone can call. 
Um, you're not solicited in any way for, you know, making a donation. They just simply say, hello, how may I pray with you? Mm-hmm. And whatever your need is, feel free to share that. It's it's one of the greatest tools I've used. And yes, it's always a little weird asking for prayer for the first time, but uh, it works. Yeah, because it's a, f- a great step in letting go of trying to fix your problems yourself or wrestle with them the same old way you've been wrestling with them. There's something that comes, peace that comes to my mind just by reaching out and uh, to the prayer line. And uh, I've had great results. So, you know, what's even you just made me think of something. There's even like it's actually an act of faith and letting go of my old rigid idea of now right. I can do this. Now, that's silly. It's like right. opening me up to say, you know, what? I give up. Let me just call. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then even that in itself is faith. Yes. And that is the key, isn't it? So let's see here. What's going to come up next here, Daryl? Um, I'm not sure. I'm looking. And- let's see here. Oh. Ah, yes. It is time for the Joyful Simpletons Tip of the Day. Which is? Today's Joyful Simpleton Tip of the Day is, Daryl? Uh, Eat when you're hungry. Oh, good idea. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I should have done that before the show. That's right. Eat when you're hungry is the joyful, si- joyful simpletons tip of the day. Ooh, did you hear that? Oh wow! It sounds the like people that. like that. Wow, you're not kidding. And then up next we will have. Let's Are we see. Doing, I thought we were reading the Daily Word. But do we had another something something? We can do the Daily Word if that's what we're going to do. Let's it, do the Daily Word. All right. So today's daily word will be read by Daryl, and today's daily word is... Oh, wait! Ah! I thought there might be something else. The mailbag! The funniest thing, mailbag. Has dropped twice! Twice in one show. This one comes from Janice Hafeli from Maryland. Oh, so wow. what did Janice have to say? Well, this was the one that went straight into the Daily Word contact bin. Da- no, not Daily Word. What am I saying? I mean, the Unity Online Radio contact email. I got this sent to me from the program director over there. Yes. And uh, this is from uh, Janice. Thank you. She wrote, I was truly inspired by the contents of Ed and Daryl's show. Great stories, insightful readings and messages. Something I would let my teenagers listen to also. Passed it along to friends. Can't wait to hear the next show. Yes. That's a big shout out to uh, a big, uh, big shout out to all the teenagers out there to tune in, right? Yeah, well, like us. Like us, yes. There's something <laughs> about Daryl being an artist and myself being a musician that keeps that teenager energy alive well after our teens. Well, yeah, and also the fact that I think people are wondering why we're not at a regular job at 3 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time might give a hint that we're probably still in our parents' basement. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. So thank you, Janice, for that. And uh, we'll get to the Daily Word now, which is take action. Yes, and before I read it, I just want to let people know the Daily Word is, uh, is something you can subscribe to. I've been reading it for 27 years uh, it's just a word and a um, a little meditation for the day, mm-hmm. and it's it's very inexpensive. If you want it mailed to your house, it's, I think it's about fifteen dollars for the year, or you can get it online. Subscribe online. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, see what's uh, ahead. And there's also a 
app for the phone. That's right. Which is great because it has a guided meditation on there. For those of you just getting into meditation, it's a great way to start to start with a simple, short, guided meditation. Yeah. To kind of take your thoughts away from the thoughts you're having at the moment, say some nice, peaceful things, and then reset yourself for your day. Mm-hmm. And one last thing one I got to say about the, the Daily Word, uh, Ed, is even if it inspires you just once, mm-hmm. you still get 11 more issues. There you go. All right. So today's is Take Action. Let me get the glasses out. All right. Take action. This is for Wednesday, March 27th, 2013. When called to sacred service, I take action. When I feel called to help others, I can talk the talk or walk the walk. I choose to walk the walk. And my first step is always toward God. In prayer, my mind is receptive to guidance. My heart fills with love and my course of action becomes clear. I do for others what I would want done for me. Others also feel the divine calling, and through this common bond, we join in sacred service. The spark of divinity grows within us, and compassion warms our hearts. As we offer help, we behold those we're serving as already whole and complete. Each one of us is a spiritual being, growing in awareness of our God-given potential. Today, I take action, and I am blessed. And the Bible verse for today, which used to scare me, I used, to, right. I used to run from these things like the plague. Mm-hmm. They're really no big deal if you think of them as just a positive quote, because that's all they really are. They're just old, positive quotes, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, and this one is, little children, let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And that's from 1 John 3.18. Okay, let me read the, the message verse that goes along with that since we're... Already rolling along with the Bible verse. Well, why explain what the message is for some of our listeners that may not know? Because we enjoy it because it's a, why don't you Yeah, it's a fantastic version of the Bible that was written over, what, 10 years? The priest, what's his name, Eugene Peterson, took to re, uh, not no, to translate the Bible into everyday language because he was giving sermons. People were coming to him. To uh, well, he felt like most of his sermons are actually interpreting the Bible into modern day English. Yeah, that's for, what he was yeah. doing, and people were coming to him. They wanted to read and hear more of what he was already doing. So he took the time over ten years to write down this translation. It's it's very accessible. Like again, it changed Daryl and I from people who ran away from the Bible verse to someone who looks forward to finding out. Uh, more about it. Yeah, because it's in plain English. It's in plain English, basically. So from from 1 John 3, 18, in the message it reads, My dear children, let's not just talk about love, let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living truly, living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism, even when there is something to it. For God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about us than we do ourselves. And friends, once that's taken care of and we're no longer accusing or condemning ourselves, we're bold and free. What a relief. Indeed. And I like it because it doesn't have these, thous, and those. It's just plain English, and I get it. Yes. And I like the focus on condemning ourselves because that, for me, can be the major... uh, the major stumbling block when I'm moving forward with anything I enjoy, and, uh, 
anything I do, really. And it, go well, ahead. I'm sorry. And it's just like the topic of the show. If it's not a hell yes, and a hell yes means I'm coming from that place of love, joy, and enthusiasm. Yes. And if I'm not, then I need to back off. Right. You know? Right. Because that's the important part, too. You can't move forward until I reset my mind and get into a place of feeling good, reconnected to who I really am. And then everything starts to naturally move forward. And it's just a matter of taking one step at a time right along with it. And another thing I like is to focus on others. Because another thing I do, if I'm having trouble taking a break and meditating, I find thinking about others in my thoughts. And I like to think about others, people who may be rubbing me the wrong way or people I really love as having a smile on their face, being joyful, just happy. And I just start thinking of all those people in my life having everything that I would want for myself, for them. And now I'm lifted into a higher state, a relaxed state, Mm -hmm. and I can drop right into my meditation. Yes. It's a great tool, thinking of others. That was a great take action. Yes. It was a great topic. And we're about to go to our next break. And coming up after the break, we got the joke of a day from a a listener who's actually going to call in. We have a guest calling in as well. And uh, we're also going to share how you can find out what we're up to when we're not on the air by following us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed or Facebook at our Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed fan page. See you after the break. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Daily Word, inspiration, and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. My mind and body are in an ongoing conversation. My body responds to my thoughts, and my mind continually receives messages from my body, especially when something is out of order. However, I am more than mind and body. I am created in the image and likeness of God. I am first and foremost spirit. As I bring my spiritual awareness into the conversation between mind and body, I keep myself in balance. I know my body and its needs. I nurture it with food and water, rest and exercise. I also send an affirmation of life and renewal to every cell of my being. With spirit-centered thoughts, words, and actions, I claim my true identity as a whole and healthy expression of God, mind, body, and spirit. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, 
boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it. And according to Yogis and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We are back. We are back. Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Coming up in this segment, it's a first for The Funniest Thing. Yes, it is. We have a caller on the line to read the joke of the day today. Are you there, Elliot? Yep, I'm here. Whoa! Whoa! Elliot, how old are you? I recognize your voice from somewhere. How do I know you? Because I'm your son. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, this is the famous Elliot Biagioni. That's right. Calling from Santa Monica, California. All right, Elliot, so do you have a joke for us today? Yep. What's it called? It's called Let This Be a Warning. Beautiful. All right, go ahead, son. A local priest and pastor stood by the side of the road holding up a sign that said, The end is near. Turn yourself around now before it's too late. They planned to hold up the sign to each passing car. Leave us alone, you religious nuts, yelled the first driver as he sped by. From around the curve, they heard a big splash. Do you think, said one closey to the other, we should just put up a sign that says bridge out instead? Oh, perfect, Elliot. Thank you for sharing that joke. We appreciate it. Wait a second. It's time. Oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you, Elliot, for calling in with the joke of the day. And we'll look forward to hearing more jokes from you in the future. Okay, Elliot. So, uh, uh, we, uh, coming up soon here, we will have another caller calling in. Yes, who is uh, a, who is a friend of okay. Daryl's, another listener. Yes, it's a, a professional comedian, a friend of mine for, geez, it's been years now. Nice. His name is Claude Shires, uh, Los Angeles. He's actually, uh, he has a special coming up on uh, mm-hmm. one of the premium channels. Uh, Claude, are you there? I'm here. What's up, guys? Hi! Hey! This is cool. This, I've been trying to get on the station for a long time. You guys have some cool, exciting projects coming up, I hear. Oh, here he goes. I knew oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, get one, you get one of these. This is actually our first celebrity caller. And you That's know, right. Yeah, so he's just oh, giving stop. He's just giving it to us, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That's right. So don't identify me as a celebrity. Or they're going to be like, oh, this channel's weak. Here's on there. Hey, listen, uh, uh, before we go any further, when uh, and on what channel is uh, your special coming up? Well, we it's a Showtime special that shoots, it's supposed to shoot originally on May, 30, uh, May 31st, Memorial Day weekend in San Antonio, and it may still shoot that date or September. It's one of the two. Awesome. That, congratulations, man. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. I think, 
I was going to say I couldn't be envious of a nicer guy. <laughs> uh, you're too much. I wish I could say the same. No, good night, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Hey, speaking of San Antonio, the other day, actually, I went over, I was at your your place in beautiful Los Angeles to uh, get some help with uh, something I had with my wife's computer, because you're really not just a great comedian, you're also fantastic with computers, and so I kind of use you for both things, and you were telling me the story. Why don't you share that story, because it actually goes along with, you know, the topic of our show. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. You know, why can you share that that with our listeners? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and, and to qualify your first statement about, uh, about being IT, it's like uh, I think people have this in their head that, like, you're going to move out to L.A. and you're going to fall off the turnip truck and you're going to get famous. You know what I mean? It's like, look, you have so much time on your hands as an actor, as a comedian, you can have three other careers, you know? <laughs> so that's how I ended up being an IT guy and, um, and really kind of fell in love with it. And um, the interesting thing is I started doing IT and editorial about the same time that I started doing stand-up, which is uh, December of 1998. So... Uh, gosh, what is that? So 15 years ago that I started doing stand-up, and um, I, you know, I, I fell in love with stand-up my junior year of college, much to my parents' chagrin. You know, they were just like, hmm. "Oh boy!" I, I went from molecular biology to stand-up. They were thrilled. They were like, "Great!" So, um, <laughs> so I started doing stand-up and editing my own stuff, and now I edit stand-up comedy specials for these same networks for Showtime and Comedy Central. And and uh, you know, it's funny. The special would have meant. You know, somewhat on a much shallower note, it would have been much more significant if I had kind of gotten this, like, earlier. Like, if I'd gotten this where I've been doing stand-up, like, three years, I'd have been like, watch it, everybody. I'm going to get famous, and it's going to be awesome, you know. I'm going to show everybody back home that rejected me in high school that I finally, you know, it's like you're playing to an audience that isn't really listening anymore, you know. Well, sure. yeah, so, and that's when we're coming from that wrong, like, we're actually coming from a place of desperation. Yes. It seems to like put the foot on the hose yep. of any, attracting any of this good into our life. But it, but right. it doesn't seem like that. It seems like, no, I got to push harder. I got to make this happen. Yes. I'll show them. Well, that's what happens is, you know, it's funny. I always kind of liken, you know, the journey of, of this type of, of, of people that are really just enjoying the, the, the art form for the right reason. Uh, so I had to go through that though in order to get to that place, you know, mm-hmm. it's like yes. you go through and you're like, Oh my God. And you find out if you're trying to do something for a peripheral reason, rather than because you just truly love it, then you get peripheral results. You don't ever get anything that's substantial, you know? And so for me, what happened is like, I was telling somebody, um, my friend, Jimmy Schubert actually said, Claude, it's the kind of art form. It's like, you have to disrespect it in order to respect it. You basically have to love it so much that it, and, and get kind of, um, you basically have to pay your dues. That's the best way to say it. But once you, you have to disrespect it enough to where you kind of like, you love it so much that you get it kicked, the love gets kicked out of you. And then you're like, okay, now I can just do it because I like it rather than trying yes. to impress somebody. Right. Then, you're doing it for, you, it's almost before you came on, we actually, a reader or a listener sent us something to read, which was mail. And he sent a, a quote from Victor Frankel. That's, that is almost like the point you have to get to in order for these things to re- to attract the good we really want, which is, you know, you got to get to the point, like it says here, which is basically what you're saying. Don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you are going to miss it. Right. Right. Or, or right. worse, repel it. You become repulsive right. almost. Well, that's like choices. You know, happiness is a choice. And I think that, that uh, in this particular line of business, it's like, 
And uh, with the stand-up stuff, what happened to me, like, with this recent special thing was I actually had kind of let go of, of whatever I expected this stuff was going to make me personally and focus my energy on my family and my wife and my daughter and just really kind of mm-hmm. fell in love with, you know, with, with the core things in my life again. And out of that came all this other stand-up stuff. So once again, it was like, you know, obviously I'm being happy rather than trying to make something outside of myself, you know, like not to be cheesy, but complete me, you know? Then it's oh, like, yes. you know, it's, there's not enough stuff out there. And then that's when you were like, you were telling me yesterday about the call you got for the, the recent San Antonio gig. Well, yeah, the, and tell uh, us, tell yeah, us well, what happened with that. That's a great story. So, okay. So what happened was, uh, like I said, I was, I, I'm kind of on my way out of the business. Quite literally. I thought I was going to do the standup special. And I'm just going to buy a comedy and you know, all this stuff's going to be, so I go on the road and now I have this new quality and my performances of not being, not needing it to like define me as a person. Cause I'm just having fun now. So right. the public takes me outside and he says to me, you know, he says, Hey man, I just want to let you know, you know, it's great that you came out here and you featured for us, why don't you come back and headline, which is like an extra, you know, 20 minutes to a half an hour set. And I was just like, nobody had ever offered that to me before. So it was like really mm. emotional for me. And, and for those people who don't know, the headliner is the main draw at a comedy club. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, I've been doing it for so long. I, I had almost kind of just forgotten about, you know, trying to ever headline and just kind of, and yes. in some ways, taking it easy in the rocking chair. But so this guy offered me the headlining spot. And of course, like now I'm terrified because now I have to take responsibility for creating that extra material. But at the same time, it's like, you know, once you let go of something, you know, there's usually something really kind of beautiful behind it. It's just, you know, obviously it's well, you, going through those experiences in order to, to have that knowledge, but it's always been the case with me. It's like, as soon as you started doing this for fun, the big thing started just happening. And then the yeah. best thing was when I was at your, uh, in your studio and you pulled that drawer out, I guess to look for sugars because we were making coffee and you pulled <laughs> yeah. out your God box. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because remember, I, I was telling my my my, uh, my coworker Kirsten, I was telling her that story because we pulled out the drawer and they were kind of laughing about this. What is this God box thing? And I was like, Oh, check this out! And, I, and you know, for those of you that don't know what God box is, it's like you put things in the box that are out of your control, which ironically turns out to be pretty much everything. <laughs> and um, but I put this piece of paper in there, you know, and and I hadn't even looked at it, but I opened it up, and this has happened twice to me out of this one little coffee can God box. And there was like uh, HBO special, which I didn't get, but I got a Showtime special, which I'm happy to have, right? So it's a, it's um, amazing that that was right on top, and that was something you had forgotten about. You let, took your claws off it, and then it just happened to be in your God box. And then, yeah. like, I wrote you, it in 2006. It was like the date was on it. It was like August 2006. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get a special. And it's gonna make me happy. You know what I mean? I'm like, uh, like yeah, I didn't think it would work. Well, it was, well, what's great is the funniest thing is, no, you had to be happy, and then you get the special. Right. Because that's, that's where right. you got to. I, when I was, like, 27 years ago, I was, this was right after I was in a lot of trouble. I was with a friend of mine, and he pointed to someone in the room who was about to get up and share their story with a small little group of us, a positive, you know, share. And he said, you know that guy up there? That guy is the happiest man you'll ever meet, this guy named Jack. And I looked at my friend and I said, you know, I was 23 years old still, not getting any of this. And I said, of course he's happy. He's rich. 
And my friend just looked at me with like disappointment in his face. And he said, he's not rich. He's not happy because he's rich. He's rich because he's happy. And for some reason, I got it. Like, I was like, you know, I mean, I got it mentally. Every day I have to remind myself of this. Just like, you know, you're sharing this story. But there was also another element to this story. When you got another call from another comedy club in uh, Hollywood. Right. Why don't you share that part where they... Hadn't seen you in a while. Oh, oh. well, it was, um, yeah, I had been made a regular at this club and um, hadn't been a while. And um, and the, the booker, I don't know if he, like, found out that I had a, maybe an upcoming special or date or maybe it was just out of general curiosity, but I've been trying to get back into that club. And so they wanted me to come audition. And um, I just was like, you know, it's funny. I had such, and I really wanted to go do that because I was like terrified. Like I wanted to be back in the cool guys club again, you know? And then it was like, but I had the opportunity to just say, look, if you want to give me a spot, I'll come into a spot, but I'm not going to come audition. I've auditioned at this club by the woman who started it. I'm not going to like, I don't want to just jump through the hoops for no reason, you know? And then at the well, same yeah. time, but interestingly enough, that was the most attractive thing to me when I had one guy going, look, we want to headline you at this club, you know, in front of 500, you know, client people versus, there's somebody with like three people. It's like they won't let me in their club. Uh, like Lydia <laughs> Allen used to say, I, I wouldn't belong to a club that would have me, you know? But it, but what was <laughs> unique about it, because I remember you telling me, you were like, oh, I don't want to go audition for them. Like, I got an HBO special. And I go, of course you don't. And it feels crummy because you're not that guy anymore. You're not the old Claude who needs to audition for them. Right. You know, and that would that right. was like the hell no. And then it was like when you stood in your shoes and called, because I was there when you called him, and you just said, hey, this is Claude Shires. He took your name. He spelled it for him. I was right there. And you said, yeah, you haven't seen me in a while, but you could put me on a veil for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. whatever the dates were. And it was like, matter of fact, it's like once you stood in your, yes. this is a hell yes. I don't have to turn around. Oh, I better... I better comply and shrink and audition and because uh, yeah. you know, it, it, but it's hard to not do that. I mean, yes. it's easier said than done because our mind starts rationalizing. No, I better do it because that's the way it's done here in Hollywood. They've always done it that way, and well, I'm kind of still unsure about myself. But it's funny once you valued yourself and right. made that call. Like, wait a minute, I'm not going up there. Once you made that decision. And then you had the evening with your wife and your daughter, who's beautiful, by the way, little Senate. This is great, too, because, Claw, how you doing? This is Ed. Hey, what's up, Ed? Good to to hear you. Yeah, yeah, good to hear you, too. Thanks for coming on the show. This is bringing up something Daryl and I have been talking about, which is if the thoughts are too small for where we are now, they don't feel good. So I get the image of trying on, like, a tiny uh, tuxedo jacket, (laughs) you you know and then trying to make it fit again even though you don't even like it anymore i mean i'm I'm a musician so i can relate to that feeling it's when even when good things are happening like this radio show there's times where these thoughts come up they don't feel good but at times they can be very compelling and it's good to have these reminders of these little practices friends like daryl like yourself to remind me hey you know, you look kind of odd wearing that tiny little tuxedo jacket at this point, right? Why don't you try on something that fits? That's a good idea. I wouldn't yeah. use that. Because the funny thing is we feel 
these uncomfortable feelings because we're heading in the wrong direction. But my mind tells me, no, that means you just got to overcome them and show up. But nothing good ever comes when I go in the direction of the bad feelings. Yes. There actually are guidance system. Yes. I heard one lady say GPS, you know, uh, God's positioning system. You know, I start feeling funky. You go, oh, nope, going to go this way instead. It's just at the beginning of this interview, I was kind of having some second guessing of myself. You and Daryl have known each other for a little while. And part of me wanted to, I should push my way into this interview and get a word <laughs> in. But I had to sit here literally and breathe and say, that's not going to benefit me or anyone else. You guys are talking about having fun. And part of my mind is making it into a workout that I got to like <laughs> wrestle my way into. And, uh, Thank God I breathed for the last three minutes, and then all of a sudden, my natural inspired thought came forward. So thank you guys for that reminder. Uh, yeah. you're, you're, you're welcome. And by the way, that's how every conversation feels. Like, oh yes. boy, when's my turn to talk? When's my turn to talk? Come on, okay, enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> that's right. really exactly. And that is not fun. What's great is we no. actually we, we don't we don't only share these tools. We actually live them during the show. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You guys are like a functioning therapeutic, like uh, um, like a zoo. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's amazing that three guys could come together: an artist, a comedian, and and uh, and a musician who have in the past basically hung ourselves with our art. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's right. That's managed right. to twist something that we love into something that we basically bashed ourselves with for 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 quite a while. Well, what, else, what else is great about that is it just goes to show that these spiritual principles and practices they, it doesn't mean. They're only for people who work in therapy or social work that right. become priests or ministers. It's actually, no, these practice, I mean, these laws, really, these spiritual laws, if you just go work with them instead of against them, but they're for everybody, no matter what your yes. profession, no matter what your dream is to, sex, to, you know, to succeed in without all the, the, the struggle, right. without the struggle. Right, right. Well, and we know it's a huge myth. It's like you have to suffer in order to be an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, BS. Um, yeah, if you're heading in the wrong direction. Well, I've put my head in that vice many a time. So Yeah, we were just <laughs> talking about how important these principles are for people like ourselves who are creative people. Because if we can't, we can't push and shove, it just doesn't feel good. We go down the tubes quickly when we do that. We got to know that there's a loving presence that's supporting us and that will give us our desire if we're willing to let go of it and just relax and take care of our family, like you said, and take care of our yeah. car and yes. yeah, and our simple needs, eat when hungry, you know, just know. And that's what's great about having faith in something bigger than myself, yes. because I could always remind myself everything is working together for good. Yes. And if I am having a problem distinguishing, is this a hell yes or a hell no? Sometimes I'll just ask God. Make it obvious. I'll yes. say, God, just yeah. make it obvious for a knucklehead like me. Yes. And I got to tell you, either my gut gets such a strong feeling of mm-hmm, repulsion mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. the bad way, mm-hmm. or miraculously, God will do for me what I can't do for myself. And one of the choices is taken away. You know, and then, right. it, and then, it, and then it's just crucial for me not to go, oh, what? maybe that was the right one for me. I got to realize, no, no, no. God is doing for me what I can't do for myself. Obviously, I'm supposed to go with this choice. There you go. And it works out. Yeah. Perfect. So that's, that's, you could do a whole show on that. Yes, and we will. Claude Shires. <laughs> oh, and one more thing before you hang up. We're about to close. Claude, where, where can people see clips? I know you yes. got a YouTube channel where all your comedies oh, are. Yes, yes. 
um, Stand Up Bits. It's YouTube.com forward slash Stand Up Bits. And stand we actually have the, largest, we have the largest collection of stand-up comedy clips online that are being released right now. And, and they're great because they're short little two-minute clips and you can get any category if you yes. want to laugh about uh, marriage, right. uh, Italians, right. Catholics. Yeah, yeah you, you name it. You, you can just pick it up. Yeah, so thank you, Claude, for being part of the funniest thing. Thank you, everyone oh, listening, for being part of the funniest thing. So you can follow us and find out what we're up to when we're not on the air. Go to Twitter at Daryl and Ed. On that, Facebook, we have a funniest thing with Daryl and Ed fan page. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the name is simply Daryl and Ed on Twitter, one word. Yes. And please fan us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed because you will see get little pictures or cartoons or find out what right. we're up to when we're not on the air. And send your funniest thing stories, jokes, comments, and suggestions to funniest thing at unityonlineradio.org. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it, and it will become clear that you are the channel, and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 